Hey. Wendy Lever Hedenism, thank you very much for talking to us here at Karma. Thank you for having me. This Purple Bench project has a history throughout the world, but it's the first to be installed here in the Northern Territory. Can you tell us a little bit about how it came to be uh, here at the CDU campus? Sure. Well, I first came across the Purple Bench project in Broome, actually. I took a group of students from Victoria over to Broome to do their placements. And whilst we were there, they launched a Purple Bench. And I just read up about it and I thought it was an amazingly fantastic idea and uh, I feel really passionate about domestic family violence prevention. So when I uh, started working at Charles Darwin University, I spoke to my manager and asked, would it be possible for us to get one and have that funded and launch the first Purple Bench for the Northern Territory at CDU, um, Alice Campus. So, and uh, yeah. For our listeners, can you maybe explain the idea of the bench or what's behind? Sure. I mean... A bench is a bench is a bench and <laughs> yes, people can that's sit right. on it. But there's obviously <laughs> meaning to the purple bench. Absolutely. So in 2015, uh, this lady lost her daughter, unfortunately, uh, as a result of family violence. So her daughter was murdered and um, she wanted to have a memorial and something, you know, to sort of remember her daughter from or by. And so... Uh, yeah, so the very first purple bench um, in Canada happened in 2015 and it's it's bright purple and it has a plaque on it in memory of people who have lost their lives as a result of family violence and it also has the crisis number on it. So, yeah, I thought it was really relevant um, to have one and very important to have one in, in Alice Springs and I'd like to see them everywhere. Is there a significance to the colour purple? Well, yes, it's um, it's like a spiritual colour. It's a female strength colour. So, yeah, there there was actually a specific paint that I had to use on the bench uh, called Purple Wisdom. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so that's a significance, basically. And it's also uh, about domestic family violence awareness as well. So, of course, you'd like you know, people at your CDU campus to be aware of this issue and obviously uh, people outside of the campus who may not be students or lecturers or mm. anyone associated with the university to be aware of this issue. It's probably plain to see that domestic violence has a huge impact here in Alice Springs. Mm -hmm. I'd like to get your points of view as to how you think this project will help towards getting people to start that conversation. Yes, well, the, the actual, being um, bright purple, the actual bench um, at the campus is quite noticeable. It stands out. And then when people go and sit on it, it's got the plaque with the memorial there and uh, the numbers there. So my hope is that people go and sit under the on the bench under the tree and they have a look at the plaque and they, you know, they reflect on, wow, people actually are dying one woman a week in Australia, in fact, as a result of domestic family violence. And and maybe they will reflect on their relationships and, um, you know, do a bit of an assessment on whether they're healthy or unhealthy. And if they feel they're unhealthy, um, hopefully use one of the numbers or at least write them down and use them at a later date. So that's the first step. But I guess 
I'd yeah, as I said, I'd like to see purple benches everywhere, particularly in uh, really prominent public spaces um, all around the Northern Territory and all around Australia. So, so they don't have to necessarily be confined to university spaces? Not at all, no. I mean, Charles Darwin University has really been fantastic and they've committed to have one at the Catherine and the Casarina campus already, which is amazing. But no, like they're, they're pretty much designed to be in, in prominent public places so that, so that it's raising awareness and people are having those conversations. There are a lot of services in town to deal with this issue. Uh, I can name a few off the top of my head. I won't go through a whole list. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to get your point of view in terms of how much discussion there is currently in this town surrounding this issue, how much uh, there needs to be more action Mm -hmm. on it, and I suppose the university's role in that. Sure. Well, the Purple Bench is definitely a first step for the university and they'll continue, um, uh, you know, to have uh, other benches and and we also are offering free education sessions. One's next week on the 8th. So to general members of the public, it'll be focused around safety and uh, recognising unhealthy relationships and the signs, uh, yeah, cycle of violence and things like that. So, and um, with the other benches that will happen at CDU in Catherine and Casarina, they'll be actually made by apprentices and I'm going to do education sessions with the young, predominantly male apprentices because it's everybody's responsibility and it can happen in any culture, in any class of people, in any socioeconomic, any type of relationship, same-sex relationships, all sorts of relationships that can happen. Um, So... Yeah, um, I think there's a, you know, the local agencies predominantly um, focused on um, trying to prevent and also service those affected by family violence do an absolutely amazing job and they have done for years. They're probably always under-resourced, so we need more funding um, to do early intervention and prevention, obviously, and... Yeah, so they, they could always do with um, with that extra funding for sure. In terms of um, how much conversation and discussion is happening, everybody in those organisations and general uh, community services as well are always flying the flag, you know, to try and uh, raise awareness of the issue. There was the Reclaim the Night event um, last Friday night and, it's, and on the 25th of November was the day one it was the uh, International Day of Elimination of Family Violence and that was the first day of 16 days of activism against family violence. So this, these 16 days up until the 10th of December, um, I hope that it's a hot topic and everybody's com- you know, conversing about it and in that uh, more awareness is raised as a result. So, yeah. Your role at the university is a community services lecturer in the College of Health and Human Sciences. I would assume that a lot of this um, dialogue and community awareness of domestic violence is infused in your work as a lecturer as well, is it? Yeah, look, uh, you know, in preparing people to work in community services, uh, we have to prepare them to come across family violence because it's, it's... a reality that they will. So uh, I embed it wherever I can, absolutely, 100%. What have you learned, though, about 
I suppose, fighting domestic violence over your time as a lecturer? I mean, has have attitudes shifted? Well, I think uh, Rosie Betty did a fantastic, um, you know, she's done a lot of work in campaigning um, to raise awareness of family violence and in 2015 was awarded the um, Australian Award for her work in that area. Um, so that really kind of, uh, you know, gave uh, a lot of energy to the topic and raised a lot of awareness. And I think from there it's, it's quite... It's grown quite a lot um, in the recent times, um, everything that happened in Parliament and, you know, the the highlights being put on uh, sexual assault in the, um, you know, the Say No campaign and everything like that. So it's all part of the same uh, fight, if you like, uh, because it's all about power and control and... Um, yeah, so I think things are moving in the right direction 100%. It's just a slow rolling wheel. At a local level, do you think things are? I'd like to just get your thoughts here, I suppose, in the Northern Territory or even at Alice Springs level, mm. where you may see us at in terms of being aware of family violence. Yeah, look, I, um, as I said, there's a lot of people out there fighting to raise awareness, Um but uh, unfortunately, we've we've got a really high rate of family violence, and that's really quite sad. And and you know, there there's been a death um, in the last months um, in the area, as you're probably aware, more than aware. And um, yeah, I believe four for the year. So that's really quite alarming. Um, I think it's a really complicated issue. It's a really multifaceted issue. It's not just about family violence. There's a lot of peripheral issues that, that you know, contribute and, and um, you know, increase risk for people. So I think because it's a complicated issue, it really requires a complicated uh, sort of um, approach um, to combating it and improving the situation. So... Um, yeah, it's really, it's tricky to answer that. That's why it was, I think it was quite fitting that the first Purple Bench in the Northern Territory was launched at an educational institution because I think education is a, a real way forward and it has to be on all levels. It needs to be education of people in primary school about consent and respect for their body and um, having respectful connections with other people um, that, you know, that can happen in primary school without it doing any damage and traumatising people. Um, I think that a lot of, um, you know, the, there's males in youth detention that are in there because they've bashed their girlfriends. I mean, you know, that's crazy. How can somebody as a teenager think that that's okay? And, uh, yeah, so, you know, the, we're failing in a lot of ways um, – our young people and we need to that's why I think it's an early intervention and it's education across the board um education of men about what's okay and what's not education of women about what's okay and what's not and what um, to do in the situations they may find themselves in things along those lines as well yeah how to recognize when a relationship is disrespectful and um because when you're in a relationship and you're in love um and you know perhaps 
your partner sort of jokingly teases you and and in that there's put downs and you think oh you know they're just um that's you know part of their part of the humorous personality but uh, actually <laughs> it's not it's not okay because they're consistently putting the person down and or it could be oh you know they're keeping a tight rein on the finances uh, because they're concerned about our future but that could be actually you know quite controlling um, oh they're really jealous because they love me no actually you know that's not healthy so yeah it's kind of recognizing all of those things and because family violence is multifaceted in terms of it's never one form of violence like we always instantly think about the physical and the sexual because they're really you know that you know the the ones that we can see the results of when we see somebody in plaster or a black eye and things like that. But it's the financial, spiritual, uh, yeah, the put the psychological, emotional, um, social isolation, uh, all of those, um, you know, the, yeah, the gaslighting um, and, you know, and trying to make somebody think that they're going crazy and it's all of those and they they're because they're occurring co-occurring it's really confusing for the person that's in it and really really difficult to kind of work out is this okay or is this not okay and you know my heart's saying one thing my head's saying another so yeah we really need a lot of education around the topic I think like I shared my own experience of being in violent relationships and and growing up for the first five years in a violent household and then entering violent relationships. The reason I did that is because there's no shame around, uh, you know, kind of having experienced family violence. Um, it can happen to anybody and we – there are certain um, – people that are more high risk like First Nation people, like people from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds and people with disabilities. However, it can happen to anybody in any class, any socioeconomic situation. And I think when uh, when people know that it can happen to them, hopefully that means that they're more likely to kind of put money towards funding early intervention and education programs um, to try and stop this happening. Wendy Lever-Henderson, thank you very much for talking to us here at Karma. My pleasure. Thank you.